Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker and listen with a sparkle in your eye, as though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hello and welcome. This is So I Married a Movie Geek. I am your host, Chrissy McQueen, and with me is Justin Winters. We have just gotten through watching Out of Sight from 1998 with George Clooney. And J-Lo, Jenny from the block, Jennifer Lopez. Justin, why has nobody ever told me I have to watch this movie before now? I don't know. I guess it just passed you by. Like a comment in the night. I don't think it so much has passed me by as much as it is that it came out in 1998, which was just a few months after Titanic came out. So, um, yeah, I was elsewhere. During that time, I might have missed it. You were in the theater for the 37th time. 14. 14th time, watching Titanic. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of good movies that came out around that time. You missed a lot. I, I caught up with them on, on first VHS, wow, that dates me, and eventually DVD. Like, I saw Austin Powers. That came out. I saw it. I liked it. So, for those people who have never seen the movie Out of Sight, what, what's the gist of it? What's it about? Uh, okay. Giving it, giving it away. All right, George Clooney is um, a bank robber and smarter than the average bank robber, it seems, because he's done it like 20 times or so. And in his last bout of bank robbing... That, that was like 200, but okay. Was it? Yeah. Okay, 200. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad Over with numbers. Times. I hear two, and then I just kind of like make up the zeros at the end of that. It's cool. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah, eventually he... Uh, his luck runs out, and uh, he gets sent to prison where he makes some friends, he makes some enemies, but uh, he breaks out of prison and meets Miss Jennifer Lopez, who is a U.S. Marshal. And you would think that would, um, I don't know, be a conflict of interest for her, that, mm -hmm. you know, George Clooney is a guy that she should be trying to catch, and she is a U.S. Marshal. Yeah, not so much. Yeah. So not that I blame her. Ends up being like a... Uh... Cat and mouse type caper with um, a love subplot. I got to tell you, when I saw Ocean's Eleven, I was like, ooh, that George Clooney. Yeah, yeah, okay, he's got something going on. But it was never like, oh, George Clooney like so many women. Mm -hmm. Upon seeing this movie, I kind of the first second was like, oh, maybe if I would have seen this back then, I would have gotten it. A little more. Oh, you turned into so other many women, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's he's hot in this. You just said yeah before we started rolling. You said J Lo is hot and and George Clooney he's attractive. No, I said he's attractive looking. He's attractive looking. I didn't say like Forrest Gump. <laughs> no. No. But what was the last movie we watched? And I was like. This is similar to Out the of Thomas Sight. The Thomas Crown Affair. Thomas Crown Affair. The Thomas Crown Affair? Did, but did you see the whole the thing they had going on? Yeah, it's it Cat and Mouse. It was similar to Thomas Crown Affair. But it's true. better. Yeah, I gotta say, this probably was better. I mean, Thomas Crown is a classic, don't get me wrong, but there was something about this where, um, okay, in the beginning when they were in the trunk, I thought, 
okay, if they, like, have some sort of love connection while they're in the trunk, I'm gonna turn this movie off, because come on now! I mean, come on! But then later on, after they had built, you know, some relationship, and their characters had built up a little bit, when something finally did happen, it was like, oh, alright, I'm on board, I like! That was a very insightful comment. I'm just kidding. What did you think of the, the big scene um, people always think of is when they, they meet at the hotel in Detroit? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, what did you think? I said I like. Th that's all you said. <laughs> Can you go into more detail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. I liked. Move on. Next movie. So I think I married a caveman movie geek. No. I like. <laughs> I know like. I move okay. on now. So, yeah. So he's in Detroit and she actually, they meet up at this hotel mm -hmm. because he knows that she's looking for him. And what he does is he ends up calling every hotel in Detroit asking for her and looks at him upon the hotel that she's at. And she's having like this, she's getting hit on by these lame dudes, which I'm sure... You've had happen Wait, before. Wait, she, she's had what? She's, get, she's getting hit on. Oh, she's getting hit on. By these ad sales, dude. What? Her, her, she's getting skin on. And I was like, her skin? I don't understand. No, I really didn't get it. Hit on Got by it. these ad sales, dudes. Yes. She's not feeling it. And then he's just, you know, waltzes in there. And they start doing the whole, you know, rapid fire dialogue. You're hot. You're hot. <laughs> Let's talk about it. You're hot. And then while this dialogue is still going on, it already, you know, it flashes forward to them meeting in the hotel room and it's all like Ooh. sexy and the snow's falling. Bound to bound wow. that make you want to go to Detroit and... Would it make me want to go to Detroit? Um, not so much. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Uh, when she first got started getting hit on by the ad salesman, I thought, she's handling this far better than I would have handled this. This would have been me sitting there, and then if somebody would have been like, hey, do you want to guess what I thought that you did for a living? I would have been like, what? You're probably wrong, but what did you guess? And I would have totally engaged him, not meaning to, and it would have been horrible. If she was in a bar, they were like the only others in the bar. That's true. But she did handle <laughs> it well. I have to give her some props for that. She said something, too, and I can't remember what it is now. Oh, when he walked in and the rapid fire dialogue started, like you were just saying, it reminded me again of Ocean's Eleven with Julia Roberts when he sits down and he's mm -hmm. like, hello, Tess. And they have that whole conversation. I was like, why does George Clooney always play some sort of suave, shysty guy? Because that's the guy he is. He's, he's a suave shyster. I don't know about shysty, but he's definitely suave. He's shysty. I, I don't say it in a bad way. I have a thing for shysty, let's face it. What? But, well, come on. But she, um, I'm not sorry, not she, he, he plays this suave kind of shyster sort of guy and he ends up having these rapid fire, quick dialogue conversations with beautiful women. Mm. I'm a fan. Yeah. He's definitely, you know, he's a movie star. He is? This, this is actually my favorite <laughs> George Clooney movie. Really? Yeah. More than Oceans? More than Oceans. Yeah. Because Oceans, it was him and a bunch of other people. Right. This is like the first one I remember when I was like, okay, you know, he's not the guy for me R anymore. This guy's he should be a movie star. You know what I didn't like him in? 
What? The one where uh, he is the singer with the twang, and he's, again, escaping oh, brother, from where prison. Oh, Brother, Yeah, escaping from prison again. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else I like at this about? I like all the supporting characters in this movie had, like, their own, like, quirks, and they were all unique in their own way, you know? You had Albert Brooks, who was, like, the bald-headed... Um, Bur- Bernie Madoff type <laughs> guy. You had Don Cheadle, who was amazing in this movie as like the bad guy. You had Steve Zahn, who was like the pot stoner head. Um, Glenn. You know, Glenn in the movie. Um, J-Lo. I think it's my favorite J-Lo movie as well. I think, okay, I got to say something in defense of J-Lo She didn't annoy second. me as this, right. you know, she, she annoys in a lot of the movies she's well, in. Well, okay, here's the thing about this J-Lo. Is, this is, I guess, before she was... Jenny from the Block? For, yeah, for when Alter Head, I guess. Right. Well, there's two things. First of all, um, can we just get this out of the way for a second? They named her Karen. I'm sorry. What Latina girl from Puerto Rico in the Bronx do you know is named Karen? Karen Cisco of all things. Like, that was like white girl from Michigan name, and they just stuck it on J-Lo, and I was her, like, really? But her dad was Italian. Still, okay, so what, are we just going to say it with an accent now? Karen Cisco! Now it all makes sense. Yes, it all makes sense now. Oh, okay. Okay. But beyond that, about J-Lo for a second, I actually always liked her as an actress. It was when she started going all um, R&B pop star on me that I started to kind of be like, ew, down with Jennifer Lopez, she kind of sucks now because she only eats the green M&Ms and she's bossy and kind of a bitch. Oh, excuse me, a B word. But... It, up until then, like, Selena, she was excellent Selena. Yeah. She was. We've talked about Selena before. No, it didn't get recorded. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Chrissy's in love with Selena, and I was like, I only had to watch it one time. I, it's not the type of movie that I watch over and over and over again. No, no me puede. Like, ho- hoping that she survives <laughs> this one time. You know, it's a pretty downer movie. <laughs> so, while Chrissy's watching it over and over again. I'm, you know, watching other movies so I can, you know, discover other movies that are on at the same time. Similar in the way that she missed out on everything that was released in 1997 and 1998 because of Titanic. I was watching other movies as well. Salinas. Salinas. <laughs> no, no, talking about that one scene where the guy calls her Salinas. Whatever. Okay, what else did you, I mean, <laughs> pros and cons, what else did you like about the movie? Okay, well, I couldn't get over the fact that her name was Karen Sisko. That was fantastic. Okay, that's a quibble. Uh, it's true. Yeah. Um, everyone else, you're right, was 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 really spot on as far as casting and their characters. Don Cheadle is amazing in everything he does. He really is. My favorite scene, and I, I love the scene. Um, is it is, this scene where we're watching J-Lo get out of the car right now and you can no, see her it's, the, it's. I also like the way in the movie where it, it goes back and forth in time. But it's it's done smoothly. But the scene where um, John Cheadle's trying to shake down Albert Brooks, Albert Brooks, Books. Albert Brooks <laughs> in in the prison, he's trying to sell him all this stuff, the, oh. the goldfish and stuff. Yeah. Oh, so good. Why did he want goldfish in prison? Hey, Why? Well, because he had. I mean, he was obviously a fish lover. He had those huge fish tanks at his house, but you get lonely in prison. I'm a dog. Lover, I'm hoping that if I am ever in prison, you're not going to come with a puppy and be like, "Here, take care of this in prison. Hope it goes well." Well, if you're paying, I mean, what was he paying? Like two, four, two, three grand for the fish? 
Yeah. Right, but then I'll the fish no. are a target. They're a target? Yes. What do you mean? Obviously, at the end, he wanted to hurt Albert Brooks, so instead of hurting Albert Brooks, what did he do? Shh, don't, you don't ruin the movie. Oh, this... Come on! What? He squished the fish. That doesn't ruin the movie. He did squish the fish. I know. So, in other words, why would you want the responsibility of having to take care of an animal of any kind? Because if a target's on your back, a target's on their back. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's just irresponsible pet ownership in prison. So you can, like, train your fish to be, like, guard fish. Guard fish? <laughs> if you see anyone coming, blink once. Oh, wait, you can't. I hey, mean, hey, uh. Hey, you fish. Watch my back. <laughs> I'm in prison. Are these fish from Cuba? <laughs> no, but he is. Don Cheadle's from Cuba? No. Albert Brooks is from Cuba? Or the other guy. Who's from Cuba? The other guys that escaped, they were from Cuba. Cuba? Cuba. Cuba. Also, who else was in this that was good? Michael Keaton showed up for a second. He was really good. Dennis Freenas, her dad, was great. I was going to ask you who played her dad. Um, I liked him. But yeah, man, Steven Soderbergh, this was before Ocean's Eleven, but the the feeling of it kind of nicely dovetailed into those movies. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Why did I they ever it. do a sequel to this? Why? I don't know. This wasn't as, I don't think it was a huge blockbuster hit. This was mainly like, um you know. It, was okay. it did okay in the theaters, but... I remember the VHS cover. I would see it at Blockbuster when I was young, and, like, you saw, like, the front side of George Clooney. You saw the back side, of course, of oh. Jennifer Lopez. Oh, I was talking about the back side of George Clooney on the box. No? Oh, oh no. No. It was J-Lo, and she had her gun drawn, and it was, like, out of sight! And I was like, of course like, they would put that on there. You're like, move on. Where's Titanic? <laughs> I didn't need to look for Titanic. I had Titanic. Nice. But yeah, I love this movie, man. It's great. Soderbergh um, at the top of his game, pretty much. They all look so much younger, too, which was funny to me because... You know why? Why? Because they were. They were? They were. Squeak'em, squeak'em, what? Squeak'em, squeak'em. <gasps> no, honestly, it was... God, I feel so dated during this particular podcast. You guys, I am freaking old, okay? And guess I what? Guess what? What? I'm older now than I was 10 seconds ago. Get out. I'm getting older by the Shut second. Shut up. We should end this podcast before I just like wither away and die. I'm getting Benjamin Button right here. I'm turn well, into if you're a, getting Benjamin Button, aren't you going to go backwards? I'm going to turn into a baby. <laughs> turn into you're a an baby. awfully big baby. <laughs> turn into a baby. You're like a six foot six tall, size 14 shoe wearing baby. Well, you know, whatever. P.S. Dear listeners, I want you to know if there were ever some sort of catastrophe. Um, I'm going to need your help because if Justin is laying down, whether it's like on the floor, on the bed, or on top of me, I can't get him off because he's that big and I'm that little. And basically without the help of somebody or a paramedic, he will die. I know. It's true. Yeah, we, we experimented with this. He, he, I actually like had him plop down on the couch on me and said he, we tried to see if I could get him off, and I couldn't. It was really sad. If you broke me out of prison, you'd have to bring help, you know, because <laughs> we need some muscle for yeah, what needs to go on. I don't know if I know anybody muscular. <laughs> muscular? Yeah. Just big enough to... I don't know if I know anybody big enough to help. Uh, honestly, like, uh, who's big enough? 
I don't know if I'd trust you with a gun. You'd have to be behind the wheel. Oh, come on. You could trust me with a gun. Chrissy, I can't trust you walking across the street without hurting yourself. Walking is different than a gun. <laughs> By the way, big spoiler warning here, but one of the... You're not supposed to tell... I'm not supposed to know about the fish. You can't tell about this. No, but I said spoiler warning. Oh, so people are going to stop listening now? Come on. We're too funny. We were just talking about walking and guns. Yeah. Never, I, yeah, okay, never, leave it at that. Never run up the stairs with a loaded gun. Yeah, that's probably a mistake. You learned that from this movie. Don't do that. It ends badly. Lesson learned. We learned so much from films. Why, thank you, Steven Soderbergh. You're welcome. You taught me something new today. All right. This has been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. It's been real fun. All right. All right, I'm going to go where I'm not going to be walking and carrying a gun at the same time. Yay. And hopefully you don't have a heart attack and land on me because we're both going to die here and the dogs will eat our carcasses. I'm going to rob a bank. Okay. <laughs> or 200. I'm going to start now. I'm going to go watch Titanic. Yay. Bye.